Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cloud and Clear. If it's your first time listening, Cloud and Clear is a conversation that we have about technology, how we work with Google Cloud and our alliance partners, and how we are carving paths for our customers. So with that, um, I'm really excited to introduce uh, one of the newest members of the SADA family here, Mr. Adam Massey, who is our VP of ISV and Marketplace Sales. Welcome, Adam. Hey, Nikki. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, you know, you're new to SADA. You've been here for, you know, just about a couple of weeks now. So why don't we tell the folks a little bit about you and um, how you ended up here at SADA? So could you tell us a little bit about your career path and kind of what led you here into this this current role? Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's been kind of a cool uh, journey because, well, first of all, I guess I've always been in enterprise software. So I've been doing that a long time. Um, I started at Oracle out of school, did a bunch of startups. I think the, the most relevant piece of background is of my 22 years in enterprise software, about half of that was at Google Cloud. So I found myself at Google Cloud starting in 2007, which was, it wasn't Google Cloud at the time. It was actually called Google Enterprise. And it was very early. I want to say all of Google Enterprise might've been 50 people at that point. And um, I was hired kind of, my friend brought me over and she's like, Hey, you know, you kind of like selling apps. Maybe you can come over and help us figure out this new apps thing we're doing, which was now what we know as Google Workspace. So my claim to fame uh, is I was the first enterprise field seller sort of business person uh, on the Google Apps team trying to figure out how to sell that to large companies, which, you know, 2007, if you think back, like Salesforce was kind of big there, but Google was thought very much of a cons as a consumer or an ads company. And so getting large enterprises to think about putting their email, which was mostly on-prem into Google's cloud was definitely an uphill battle. So uh, really, really fun. We had some great wins. I stayed at Google for 12 years, did a bunch of different things there uh, in the sales side of the house, as well as uh, some formative things on the alliances side, helping to establish the channel business, build out the DCP partner ecosystem. And ultimately, I found myself gravitating towards like the ISV side of Google Cloud Alliances because I realized when I did my tour of duty in GCP that GCP is kind of like a really big operating system. And if you think about like your Mac or your, your you know, ThinkPad laptop or whatever you use, that operating system is powerful, but without software to run on it, it's not that useful. So it became super clear to me that the key to Google's long-term success was having a real rich and thriving ISV ecosystem. So I did that for the last couple of years. Uh, I also, after Google, I started a company, a services company. And uh, yeah, a couple months ago, I was trying to figure out what was next. And I started talking with Tony Safoyan and uh, and brought me here. So I, it feels very full circle. I've worked with SADA for a long time uh, and, and know the team quite well from my time at Google. And I'm just uh, really, really enamored and impressed by the growth, Tony and Hovig's vision and just how they've built the company and grown it. So I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, no, and we're, we're super happy to have you. Um, I joke because uh, Tony always says, you know, Adam and I, we were destined to work together. And, and I always make the joke because the first time that you and I met, um, you were actually at another ISV. And yeah. I was pitching our alliance program to you. And so I always make the joke that like, hey, Tony, you had nothing to do with this. Adam, <laughs> Adam heard my pitch and he's like, you know, I want to come on board. So, all Nikki, all but Nikki, no. 100%. <laughs> but no, no, I know that um, this is something that um, everybody's super excited about from, you know, obviously Tony and our EMT team to 
us here on the Alliance team, um, as well as our ISV partners. Uh, you know, when we made the announcement that you were joining, so many of our partners were like, oh my gosh, Adam, yes, I know him from his time at Google. Like everybody seemed to know you. You absolutely are, um, you know, your reputation precedes you here in the industry. And so we're, we're really excited to have you on board and um, helping us you know, really advance our, our co-sell motion with these ISVs going forward. Yeah. So thank you we're so happy much. To have you. Yeah. Humble to be here. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, just getting into some kind of like personal questions, right. Just to, to get, you know, a little better, um, what personal or professional advice would you give yourself? Um, you know, if you were looking back at your 25 year old self, would you, uh, do anything differently? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's funny because I think I, I jumped around a little bit in my early in my career. And for a while, I looked back on that. Like when I say jump around, I was at Oracle on a really good track and I jumped and followed an executive to a startup. And that got me into like a little phase of my career where I was doing some startups. And there was a period where I looked back on that and kind of went, man, I should have stayed at Oracle longer and, you know, just done more time there and figured it out. I think now looking back on it, uh, every one of those little hops led to, you know, more sort of network exposure and more experience. And they all kind of built your story. So um, I think I would, now I look back and I don't look at that as a bad thing. I actually think that's part of what led me here in very weird, indirect ways. So everything happens for a reason. I think I believe that. Uh, I think the one piece of career advice I, I would definitely give myself back then. Um, I don't know that I've always followed it myself. So it's just kind of like I do what I say, not what I do, but you know, find really great leaders and follow great leaders. Um, I mean, I learned this definitely at a bigger place like Google, who you work for, and not just like your manager, that's very important, but also like the leader in your organization. Do they have a big vision? Are they execution oriented? You know, are they more about the team than maybe themselves? Like that's such a big difference because when you have a senior leader who's investing in you, especially when you're coming up, uh, and believes that you have more potential than you maybe even think you have at that point. It just is like a superpower. And um, more often than not, like I saw this a little bit in my career, those people go on to do bigger things. And that can be a great way to kind of drive and evolve your career. So I think align with great leaders slash managers. And, you know, that, that could be a real key to developing yourself. So that's probably the piece of advice I would give myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's great. Right. Cause I, I feel like that's, what's um, so unique about SADA. Um, it, it's something where, you know, Tony's vision, um, you know, my, my direct manager, Noreen um, is great. And I've learned so much from her. I didn't necessarily come from a marketing background prior to this. So now reporting up to a CMO, there's so much stuff that I've learned and um, you know, just, just grateful to be here and great to work for a company who has, you know, such great leadership, um, you know, all the way from the executive level down. Totally. So, Noreen's the best totally in the biz. So that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally is. Totally is. Well, cool. Let's go into a lightning round of uh, just some personal get to know you questions. Um, what are you currently binging? Oh, okay. So I just finished binging Succession and my wife hated it. So it okay. ended up and like we usually watch shows <laughs> together. So that became like an obsession where I had like an iPad and I would just be like binge watching by myself because I got so into it. Now I'm really onto a show called Barry on HBO, which is kind of funny, Bill Hader, but also dark and awesome. It's hilarious. So highly recommend if you don't watch it. Okay. No, I haven't heard of it. I haven't heard of it. So I'll have to check it out, but very cool. Yeah. Uh, favorite place to travel. Uh, this one's so easy. I love Italy. So, um, I love like how sleepy the afternoons are in the summer. I love wine. I love coffee, good food. Um, I mean, Italy just hits all those points for me and my dream someday 
is to retire in Northern Italy. I don't know that my wife's 100% on board with that, but I'm going to work <laughs> on that. But that is where there I would love to be. Yeah, near the Alps, but kind of on a lake. It's very ironic because uh, I've never I've never been to Europe. And right before COVID, we had actually planned a trip to go to Italy in April of 2020. And so obviously COVID hit March. We had time, to cancel yeah. the trip. But uh, but yeah, so I'm hoping to get, get out there eventually. But uh, so I'll have to, it's to so great. Uh, ask you about all the, the recommendations and where to go. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. Cool. Well, last one here. What's a fun fact that uh, we wouldn't know about you by Googling you? Yeah. So I guess the one that comes to mind is when I was growing up, I was kind of a skateboard punk. And uh, in high school, one of my best friends started like a magazine and it was almost like a counterculture magazine. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of helped him a little bit with it, but I got this crazy idea that I wanted to go. I, I, I grew up in Northern California in Marin County and San Quentin prison is near there. And I got this crazy idea that like, I wanted to go interview Charles Manson for this high school newspaper. Cause he was actually being held there at the time. And I called, you know, I'm like 17 years old. I called San Quentin and tried to set up an interview and they were like, yeah, no, that's not happening. You're in high school. So, <laughs> um, and my mom thought I was completely crazy. Actually, I don't know that she knew about that until after the fact, but, uh, yeah, the, the the newspaper was fun, uh, and we did some crazy stuff with with that kind of with like oh, trying man. to come up with good content. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Nice and creative. Yeah, nice and creative for sure. Very cool. Very cool. Well, awesome. Well, um, kind of digging back into um, you know Sada and you know your role here. What what really led you to Sada? Like you know, obviously you could have. You could have gone anywhere. You're very well known in the industry. Could have gone anywhere and done anything. Why Sada and why this role? Yeah, I mean, there's so many reasons, honestly. So um, I think first and foremost, the people in the leadership. Um, I really have been so just so impressed with the leadership team's vision and how, what they've done. But also, like the people that are coming to Sada are incredible. Uh, a lot of a lot of them, some of them were former colleagues of mine at Google, uh, and others weren't. But I've just been so impressed with the people across the board. So. That is one overarching reason. I would say, too, is it's fun to be on a rocket ship. And SADA is growing like crazy and really innovating and pushing the envelope. And we'll talk about, I think, more about this today. But what I love is that SADA is not easily defined, right? Like, we're not just a cloud reseller. We're not just a systems integrator. Uh, we're, we're so many things. And I think we're pushing the edge of the envelope on, like, what, the, what a modern partner can do in this cloud world that we're writing the book on that. And so I think that's also very exciting. And then I think the last thing, and this is kind of probably a good segue a little bit into what I'm going to be doing here, but you know, the role is really exciting. So when I talked about my background there, the two things that stood out were probably like sales and alliances. And this is just a great combination of those two. So my role here is really to help kind of build our next business, which is going to be, uh, you know, an ISV, you know, powerhouse in terms of being able to sell, resell all the cloud solutions that are, you know, relevant and related to Google Cloud and our customers. And um, I think uh, the way Tony framed it to me early on was like, we want to be the number one seller of all the SaaS. And that's kind of easy to say, but when you actually think about it, um, we're in an interesting time where like, obviously we've carved out a really strong position for what resell means in a consumption-based cloud platform perspective with Google. Uh, but it's not really that clear with a lot of our SaaS and our ISV partners who are trying to figure out, like, do they go primarily direct with their Salesforce? What is this Google Cloud or Cloud Marketplace thing in general? How do they sell alongside some of these large cloud platform 
um, endeavors. And I think we're in just such a great position to figure that out. And then from a business perspective, we've got this incredibly fast-growing, thriving Google Cloud business. I really believe that's only half of the equation from a business perspective, that the other half is all the outcomes we will enable for our customers on cloud with third-party solutions that really enable specific outcomes. Um, so for me, it's just so much fun because it's a revenue role, uh, and but it's also at the same time an opportunity to really help our customers do more on GCP with this thriving ecosystem of partners who are leaning in. And by the way, a lot of the conversations we're having, I feel like we're helping those ISV partners figure out like what is their go-to-market model going to be with Google and with the marketplace and in this consumption-based model. And so it's a fun place to be, a lot of things to figure out, uh, but the the upside is really large. And that got me very excited about coming here. Yeah. Yeah. I think something that you and I have in common is that we, you know, we really enjoy building things kind of from the ground up, right? Totally. This is something that's um, kind of like first mover advantage, right? Where nobody really has this figured out yet, right? Like it, the the old way of doing things um, is kind of fading and this new, you know, cloud marketplace is is kind of the procurement of the future. And, you know, we're all trying to figure out how do the three of us, you know, kind of work together cohesively in this, you know, procurement model. Um, and so being able to figure that out, um, you know, together, I think is, a, is a great opportunity. And I'm excited to, to see, you know, how far we can really take this with, with our ISV and, and SAS partners, because, um, you know, I think to your point, it's, it's the, the next step in, in what SADA will be known for, right? Like right now we're known for, for GCP, for Google's number one partner. Um, I think we absolutely can get there and be number one in, in SAS and ISV sales. So, yeah, totally. And like, and like, honestly, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Like when I, most of the, I don't love the word ISV. That's kind of an old school word, but there's not really a better one. But like most of our, you know, software tech partners, ISVs are, and I've worked at them, like they're trying primarily to build direct sales forces. A lot of them. I mean, some of them really embrace indirect and especially in certain industries or in government, et cetera. But like, it's very heavy direct. And I think they're a little bit trying to figure out Like, I don't think many of them have seen partners really move the needle for them. They feel like, you know, partners are potentially a way to, shortcut, you know, getting to at bats or, you know, lead flow or deal reg, but I don't think they've seen partners really move the needle. And I think that's our opportunity, right? Is I, I'm excited that maybe a year from now, or maybe a little more, they're going, wow, SADA is our biggest sales channel, certainly our biggest indirect, maybe biggest overall. And I think that's the opportunity we have, but yeah, it's a lot of building, a lot of figuring out a lot of the conversations like that you and I are having right now with our partners. It's like, we're having to they're not used to our model, right? They're used to more of a traditional resale model. And so marketplace is very different, right? Like it's, it's one bill, it's integrated with, with their GC, with the customer's GCP bill on our platform. I mean, there's just so many little nuances that are different about what the motion looks like. The good news though, is the motion I feel like is super streamlined. There's less friction, less steps. It's easier for the customer consume. We, to consume, we just have to evolve you know, some of the alignment with our partners to support it. And so that's, that's the part we're building. And I think it'll be a real strong positive for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to your point, right, like partnerships take time. And I think this is something to your point, like, you know, they're focused on direct sales channels. We're trying to figure out like, you know, how can we move the needle with partners? And that's really why we built this alliance program here at SADA, you know, prior, prior to me joining SADA, um, I headed up channel in the alliance with Google at AODOCS, which is a Google workspace ISV. And so, you know, I had been partnering with SADA for many years and um, it was just something where it's like, this is, this is great, but we're working kind of opportunistically as opposed to very strategically. So it's like, how can we 
how can we take this further? How can we do more together? And, you know, when I, when I first joined SADA, I sat down with um, Courtney Graham and Charlie Lisk, and we were talking through this. And this is something that, um, you know, they were really focused on as well. And we kind of came up with this idea of this SaaS Alliance program being, um, you know, an added benefit of being a SADA customer. And so that's something that, you know, I think we were, you know, the, the first partner to do it and um, something that um, hadn't necessarily been done before. But it allowed us to essentially reinvest the, the customer's um, investment on GCP into this program that allowed us to uh, co-market, co-sell and enable professional services. So uh, one of a kind totally. thing that uh, we hadn't been able to do before. And we actually have dedicated people that are focused on driving that partnership forward now, whereas before it was kind of like, hey, if we hear the need, we'll call you. And, you know, that worked well, but how can we take that further? And that's, that's absolutely this program. And, um, you know, now we have 30 some partners in the program. Um, and, and it's just kind of taken off and, and started to thrive. And that's why I'm so I'm so glad that you're here, because now we're kind of at that next stage of evolution in this program, where it's we really need, um, you know, more people that are focused on the success of the co-sell aspect. So, um, you know, we, we joke that we're kind of like the yin and the yang, right? And um, I think it's a perfect time for you to join because we're because um, we're just getting started and um, I know there's a lot we can do. Yeah, no, so. I mean, so actually you mentioned this before, but um, I did do a brief stint at an ISV who was potentially going to partner. And like, it was so fortunate for me because I got to hear your pitch around and I didn't actually know about the SAS Alliance program at that point. I, um, I just knew that like, if we were going to be using GCP, SADA was the partner from a go-to-market perspective. Like they understood go to market and they would be, you know, the most valuable partner in that regard. And then when I met with you, you know, fortunately for me, a few months before joining SADA, before I even knew I was going to be here, I heard the pitch and it blew me away, Nikki, because what you guys had built was this program that's not just about architecting and per- making co-sell more programmatic and investing in the partner, but like everything across the board, including like services and you know, if I, as an ISV, it was such a great way to bolt on and say, okay, now we've done this partnership with Google. This is how we're going to go actualize it, right? It's like an execution framework for, for going to market with that partnership. And so that opened my eyes even more to what SADA is doing from a leadership perspective to invest in helping these ISVs who are trying to find their way with Google. Google's big. There's a lot of resources, but sometimes it can be difficult to navigate and you guys just made it so easy. So that was very cool. And I, I think that program is great. And the yin and yang thing is really cool. Like, so, you know, you are building incredible alliances and building all of that around the SAS Alliance program. Um, and then my team will be a revenue team in the field to go drive execution of that. And I think that works so well together because I, you know, it's, it's easy sometimes to forget that like you need both sides of that equation, right? You need to build up the partnership. And then you also need people kind of in the trenches in the field who are looking for pipeline deals every day to, to bring partners into. So I think I'm excited to partner with you. I think it's going to be a great partnership. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And when you think about, you know, what, what some ISBs, um, kind of need, right? Especially kind of the early stage ones, right? They might not have a full-fledged marketing team. And so being able to, to lean on SADA's marketing team to help us go to market, especially given our our audience who our, who our customers are, um, you know, is super valuable to these ISVs. And, you know, kind of, we'll get into this a little bit more later, but kind of thinking about what's next, right, is a lot of these ISVs, they just want to be product companies. They don't want to be services companies. So being able to lean on SADA to help implement their solution at our joint customers is also just a, a huge 
um, value add for the partnership and something that, you know, Google's not necessarily going to do. Right. So um, just continuing to, to find ways to add value to, to the partnership. And so excited to get into that a little bit more, but um, we've kind of touched on, on marketplace a bit, right. And trying to figuring, trying to figure out this, this model together. So, um, you know, everybody's starting to, to um, gravitate more towards this marketplace model for a lot of good reasons. So tell us a little bit more about what those reasons are and what the motivating factors um, for moving more towards marketplace procurement. Yeah. I mean, so it's been really fascinating for me to watch this unfold over at least the last, I don't know, three to five years, just kind of across the cloud landscape in general. So if you reverse the clock, go back five years, uh, I think everybody would kind of agree that the cloud marketplaces were where you do test drives, kick the tires, do a trial with your credit card before you maybe lead to go doing some sort of enterprise agreement or deal. Uh, and that was what most of that motion was about. It was about discoverability. So as an ISV, you could be in the library of solutions on one of these cloud marketplaces. Uh, developers or buyers could kick drive, kick, you know, kick the tires, do a, do a trial and use it, and then say, okay, after that, whatever trial, now we're going to engage our enterprise IT team to do a formal purchase. Um, and so you didn't see too much deal flow there, but you did see it as a great lead sourcing kind of engine and a discoverability place. Over the last several years, what we've seen change dramatically, and I think Google's really accelerated this a lot because I hear uh, from a lot of ISVs what Google's doing from an enterprise deal flow is very much uh, you know, leading in many ways. But we're starting to see more and more customers who you know, aren't buying by the drink. They're making larger commits. Uh, so they're committing to cloud consumption with partners like SADA for, you know, a year or more. Um, and with that commitment, it gives them the ability to use that spend uh, for various third-party solutions that are on the marketplace. And so that opens up this whole new dimension. So, And I would say even before that, we started seeing uh, some ISVs figuring out that through mechanisms like private offers, you know, it wasn't as much about discoverability anymore. It was more about when you found a deal that you wanted to co-sell, it was a super easy way to transact because um, you could negotiate a contract, perhaps, maybe not, offline, run the transaction through the marketplace, through a private offer. And then what happens is the you know third-party software shows up on their GCP bill, and it's very, really smooth from a procurement standpoint. And then you know with more and more of the large commits, that gives a budget element to this as well. And so uh, that has been, I think, some of the drivers that have shifted it. And now today, we actually have a number of ISVs, some that you, you know, are in our SaaS Alliance program that look to marketplace as their primary you know, go-to-market and contractual vehicle. So it's been a really interesting evolution. I think in some ways, like, you know, we're still on the edge of the envelope with Google around what are the, you know, partner resell sort of elements of the marketplace and how do we, how do we make that as smooth and as frictionless as possible for us as a partner, but also for our customers. But I'm confident we'll get there. And so where we are today now is we've got, you know, a partner like SADA has such an incredibly unique value proposition to an ISP, right? Like, you, this is this is like something you talk about every day. But like, we've got thousands of customers. Uh, we're Google's largest partner. We just recently made a very public two point five billion dollar commit to GCP spend over the next couple of years. That is this massive opportunity for ISVs to tap into in a real value added way. And so, what we our job becomes almost kind of easy at that point, right? Like to simplify our, we have to connect the dots and help our ISVs figure out how do they participate in that. Where can they add value in our customers and um, sort of start to unpack how they can, when we have a customer who's got 
you know, committed cloud spend with Google and they need outcomes that might be, you know, beyond Google's capabilities or specific to a partner, we can easily plug that partner into that conversation. Um, they can come in and help us if, with any technical specialized conversations. And then it's so easy for the customer to transact and add that to their bill and consume. So it's a new model. I think one of the key things to point out, we touched on it before, is like, this is where I think a lot of the traditional resellers are way behind is they have a tons of baggage of stuff they have to sell that's on-prem or license-based. Marketplace is all consumption-based, right? So it's a new model for a lot of partners and they don't understand it. Like we're not doing traditional resell where we're cutting a PO at a discount and then we're reselling to our customer, right? Like they're participating in our committed cloud spend in an ongoing month-to-month or multi-year committed way. So it's a new model, and I think that we're in such a great position to help our partners connect with customers that they can really help, and our customers connect with solutions that will enable outcomes. And you know, I think there's some really cool examples of that where like, uh, we've got partners like Quantum Metric, as an example, who have tremendous impact in certain key verticals, like retailers, as an example. So like, we can have retailers, and I think one, might, one example might be Cart.com, as an example, who's a SADA customer, and we help them with incredible amounts of modernization and transformation in GCP, but then we can also introduce a partner like Quantum Metric who can help really drive retail-specific outcomes um, in a way that's aligned, super helpful for that customer, and that they can use some of their committed cloud spend for. So it's a really, really nice model. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head there, right? Like, I think um, the motivation for for customers, right, is, um, you know, ease of, ease of procurement and billing and adding that to their GCP bill, um, but it also burns down their GCP commitment with SADA and with Google. Right. And the motivation for the ISV is also, um, you know, not only making it easier for our joint customers, but also it incentivizes Googlers. Googlers get paid on deals that go through the marketplace. And then same thing here with SADA, right? Like when we have these agreements in place, um, our SADA sellers get compensated as well. So it's um, really a win-win-win scenario for for everybody. And so um, to your point, it's, it's something we're still um, figuring out in some scenarios, right, as we kind of uh, move from the traditional resale model to to this new model, but um, I think it's the procurement of the future, and um, I think it it just means that there's more business that we can go after together. So, um, in the example of of Quantum Metric, right, with um, you know retail or e-commerce type of um, solutions, this is just furthering what we're able to do for them, right? So GCP is the first stage of that, right? And so looking onto other solutions that will help them um, transform their business. Quantum metric is um, is a continuous product design type of solution. So um, I always joke like when I'm on um, an app trying to uh, purchase, you know, a pair of leggings or something, and I'm trying to like add it to cart and it won't add to cart. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Get into my cart so I can purchase this. Um, I'm, I always joke like, gosh, this this site needs quantum metric bad. Um, so it's it's um, you know just helping them continuous continuously improve their their product and their platform. And so. Um, I'm excited to be able to deliver more solutions like this to our joint customers because it doesn't stop at just GCP, right? There's a whole tech stack of solutions out there um, that can help um, our, our customers really advance um, into the next stage. So Sada's doing, I mean, there's been some real public hires recently where like we have industry leaders uh, like Michael Ames coming and we've got solution expertise um, around areas like storage, data analytics, security, as an example. So I, I'm excited to connect all these dots because we've got a services pillar. We've got you know industry capabilities, solution capabilities, and ISV capabilities. It's just like a really cool mix where um, 
as we start to build out this sales muscle to enable our customers and ISVs to connect in really seamless value-added ways, I think the next uh, evolution of that is when we go into a customer who's made a transformation to GCP and they're looking at the next wave of modernization they need to do. You know, SADA is in a great position to come in and have a really advanced modern storage conversation that's not just about the services that are in the portfolio of GCP, but also, you know, our, our alliance partners and Google's, you know, strategic partners that can enable outcomes that are unique to that customer need. So um, I think it's going to be very exciting, but I'm very fired up on marketplace as a go-to-market model because you're right, the win-win-win. It's very rare in life, especially these days, that there are such a thing. And marketplace is one of those where... You know, our customers are trying to figure out how to consume those commits and they need these ISV solutions. And so we find ourselves in a great position to help connect those dots, drive great solutions, enable those outcomes, and in the process, build a great business for those ISVs and for SADA. Yeah, yeah. And this is something, right, we've recognized how big of an opportunity this is. And so this is something that, um, you know, just here in the last month or so, we announced that we're now doing these marketplace integration services for our ISV um, partners and customers. So this is something where, you know, if you're an ISV out there and you're um, looking to get on the GCP marketplace, it, it can sometimes be kind of a complicated topic, right? Like, where do I get started? How do I how do I go about doing this? Um, so thankfully, we have Chad Johnson and his team um, who are who are doing these things day in and day out now. So um, we're excited to, you know, that's just like another another value add, um, a part of our alliance program that we're we're helping um, these ISVs go to market in new ways. Yeah. So if you're an ISV and you're listening to this podcast, like I, I would say, you know, help you onboard to the marketplace, help you figure out how to go to market with Google, help you figure out how to modernize and transform. Uh, figure out how we can plug in, you know, services unique to your solution to help customers, uh, you know, leverage your your technologies better. Um, I, I think that's one. That's a very unique SADA value proposition. Is sort of the ISV three hundred and sixty enablement, and you know, from solutioning to onboarding to marketplace to delivering into customers. So it's it's a really cool position for us to be in, uh, and it's fun to be able to have those conversations with tech partners, ISV partners who need all those things uh, in a very consistent way. Yep. Yep. And I think that's kind of like looking on to what's next. You know, we are, we are absolutely um, doing delivery services for some of our ISVs, but not necessarily like broadly at scale. And I think that's something with, you know, the new addition of Peter Fitzgibbon, um, who came on as our new VP of professional services, we're really looking to kind of go all in here and, you know, build out an entire delivery team for our ISV partners. So we're able to like you said, kind of take it from the start start to the finish, right? Um, so that's kind of like what's next in our alliance program is really going all in on the services aspect as well. So I'm um, really excited for that. And I think actually Peter and Dana had a conversation on last week's Cloud and Clear. So if you're listening to this now and you're curious, like, you know, what's what's the uh, the future look like on SADA Professional Services, go check out that episode because um, I think that was a that was a great conversation between those two thought leaders. Yeah, so I, I think a lot coming. Um, look for more uh, more from our end here to help do even more to help you uh, you folks either looking to leverage some of these ISV technologies or you ISVs who are looking to do more uh, with Google. We're here for you, and I think it's going to be a fun ride. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Adam, for coming on Cloud and Clear. Welcome to SADA. Um, we're excited for what's next. Thanks, Nikki. It was awesome to be here, and I'm excited to work with you. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.